Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 6, Chapter 70, Predictions. One day, Francesco Maria Terugi came early to the Holy Father, and Philip said to him, What do you think has happened to that woman? And he named her. How long is it since you saw her? Do you know whether she is in good health? I am very concerned about her. So go as soon as you can and see her, and bring me back news straightway. This was a very devout woman, who used to go to confession to Philip and devoted herself to looking after sick women in St. James's Hospital for the Incurables. Although a few days earlier, she had been in excellent health. She had been struck down suddenly by an unexpected illness and brought to death's door, so that the holy candles were already lit by her bed, and she was about to depart. Teruji found her thus on the point of death, and quite unconscious, uttering her last breath. He returned to Philip and told him everything. But he already knew by God's inspiration about her condition, though he had no previous knowledge of it. A certain army officer began to go to confession to Philip. But when he had not seen him for several days, he knew by God's power what was happening to him. And he sent someone to go quickly and discovered diligently where he lived. For none of Philip's disciples knew at all where his home was. They sought him out. And when they did find him, he was unknown to everyone, all but devoid of respiration and very close to death. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Three people are mentioned tonight. Francesco Maria Terugi, an unnamed, very devout woman, and a certain army officer. Now, we've been thinking about St. Philip's priesthood, about his devotion to the Mass, about his life as a confessor, and last night we spoke about the priesthood itself, the character, the ontological mark, the sharing in Christ's priesthood that makes a man a priest, a priest of Jesus Christ. And tonight we hear about three of Philip's spiritual children. Francesco Maria Terugi was the nephew of two popes. He was from very wealthy, powerful families. He had a wonderful career laid out before him. He was gifted in his ability to communicate, especially. 
but yet he discovered in St. Philip a real man of God, and he gave himself up not to a career in the church, not to becoming a cardinal, not to becoming someone famous in the world, but to be a man of prayer. And St. Philip was able to attract Teruji, who would eventually become the Archbishop of Siena and the Archbishop of Avignon and a cardinal. And he was nicknamed the Dux Verbi, the, the leader of the word, the, the sort of great preacher that he in, among the oratorians. People loved to hear Teruji preach. But St. Philip could attract him, but he could also attract a very devout woman whose name has not come down to us in history. A woman who was very serious about her faith, trying to live a devout life, and not just praying. This woman looked after sick people in a hospital for the incurable. In other words, people that were in the worst, most painful, most difficult situations. And then finally, an army officer, someone who had a military career, someone who had other men under him he gave commands to as an officer, a father to other soldiers, a man who faced many temptations, many trials during the life of a soldier. Very different people, the sort of dandy, Teruji, the humble, holy, laywoman, and the army officer. St. Philip attracted them all because it's not just enough to have the priesthood of Jesus Christ that makes us ontologically a priest, that makes us able to be the instrument of Christ. Christ can speak through us. But a priest also has to have holiness. He has to be seeking holiness himself. And so I ask you tonight, wherever you are, maybe you're more of a professional person, maybe you're a simple laywoman, maybe you're more of an active person, a man of the world, a soldier of some kind, or somewhere in between, wherever you are tonight, pray for more priests. Pray for your spiritual fathers. Pray that God will lead you through a good priest to a more devout life, because that in the end is what matters. These people were facing death. These penitents of Philip were getting close to death and he knew about them. He cared about them. He loved them. He had a grace of helping all different kinds of souls. The priesthood is truly the love of the heart of Jesus Christ. And it's through the priests that Christ especially longs to show his love to those in the church. But priests require prayers. We will receive the priests that we deserve. We will receive the priests that we pray for. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.